today on episode 338 of the Computer Tutor Podcast. Have you ever had a problem where your computer started just running really slowly? Of course, we've all had that problem. Well, today you'll learn the first two things you should check on when that happens. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, hello there and good afternoon since it's uh, a little after 1 p.m. as I record this. And maybe I shouldn't keep saying what time it is when I record. Anyway, welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And what's cooler than figuring out how to make it go faster? You're going to be like some computer techno wizard after you hear today's show. And even though Windows 7 is now dead, you know, it died last week, there are some people still using it. It does still work. It's just no longer safe to use. So don't take a chance on having your computer get hacked or having some scammer exploit it and send an email to all your friends pretending to be you, or any number of other headaches you can get by using outdated, unpatched, unsafe software. And as much as I loved Windows 7, that's what it is right now. So don't take a chance. Give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com, and we'll get you moved up to Windows 10. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com slash 338. So let's get started. There's one question, or maybe I should say complaint, that I get more often than any other, and that is, why has my computer been running so slowly? And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know, you double-click to open a program, and it seems like it takes forever for it to open. Or you might click to do a restart, and you know you have time to go get another cup of coffee because it won't be finished restarting for several minutes. And it doesn't seem like it makes sense because in the past, it was running much faster than this. So what I'm going to tell you about today are the two things I do first whenever I have someone come to me with this issue. There are a couple of things that you can do that are both pretty easy and they're both free, so you can check and see what might be causing the slowdown and maybe even fix it yourself. Look at you, now you're computer tech. Okay, maybe not. Okay, the first thing we want to find out is how long it's been since the last restart. And I need to clarify something very carefully here. Usually when I ask someone how recently their computer's been restarted, the answer I often get is, well, I shut it off last night, or you know something similar to that. And this is a very common misconception that I want to clear up. There's a big difference between shutting the computer off and then turning it back on with the power button and doing a restart. And it's understandable why this would be confusing. You'd think shutting the whole thing down, then hitting the power button to turn it back on would be the most thorough restart, so to speak, that you could possibly do. But nope, Microsoft has not set it up that way. What you need to do is click the start button in the lower left corner. And by the way, I'm talking about Windows 10 here. You click the start button, then right above that is the power button. So you click that, and then you'll see the word restart right there as one of your options. That's what you need to click on. 
When you do that, the computer will power down and power back up on its own, and that's the process that resets everything, refreshes the memory. It just gives the computer a new start and kind of a new breath of life, so to speak. None of that happens when you just turn off the power and then hit the power button to turn it back on. And if you want to know how that makes sense, you'll have to ask Microsoft because they set it up that way. I'm just telling you how it is. It's really easy to check on how long it's been since the last restart since Windows keeps track of that. It's called the uptime counter or clock. All you have to do is hold down the control and shift keys and then tap the escape key. That's going to open the task manager window and in that window, click on the performance tab. Down near the bottom, you'll see the uptime counter. Now, it measures the time in days, hours, minutes, and seconds. Those are the four numbers you'll see displayed there. Now, I recommend you do a restart every day or two. That's what I do on my own computer anyway. I can tell you this by experience. So many times, I'll have someone bring me their computer, or I'll be remoted into it because it's running really slow, or things just aren't working right. And when I check the uptime clock, it shows that the computer's been running for like 30 days or 50 days straight. And I know when I see that, that just doing a restart might very likely solve the problem on its own. But if you do a restart regularly anyway, you can prevent a lot of those things from happening in the first place. So now we move on to the second thing you can check on, which is to check the hard drive to see if it's showing signs of failing. That's right, you're going to do an actual analysis of a hard disk drive. But don't worry, you're probably going to laugh when you see how easy this particular process is. This is definitely useful when you notice your computer doing a rather sudden slowdown. Like it's working okay one day, and then all of a sudden it takes 10 minutes to boot up, or some programs don't work like they're supposed to, or maybe they don't even open at all. These are all common signs that a hard drive is in the process of failing. And I should say right here, this is exactly why you need to have a backup of what's on your computer's hard drive. I see hard drive failure more than any other problem, so don't just hope you're one of the lucky ones that it doesn't happen to. It can happen without warning, and without a backup, you're risking losing all your documents, your pictures, music, all the stuff on the computer that you don't want to lose. And the way we check on a computer's hard drive is through a free program called Crystal Disk Info. It's a free download, but the link to it is not really easy to recite or remember, so I've linked to it from my website for today's episode, and you can get that at computertutorflorida.com slash 338. Once you've downloaded that file, just double-click it to run the installer, and it'll install on your computer. You can just go through the default settings, and it doesn't try to sneak any crap on there or anything. And at the last step, it will offer to launch the program. You can do that, or you can just go to your desktop screen and you'll see an icon there for Crystal Disk Info, so you can run it from there. When you run it, it's going to show you a window with all kinds of reports and numbers, but you can ignore most of that. What you want to pay attention to is just that big button on the left side of the window. It's going to say one of three things, good, caution, or bad. If it says good, your hard drive is probably okay. I say probably because this program is about 90% accurate. But if it says caution or bad, your hard drive has a problem and will need to be replaced. And if you don't have a backup, but the computer is still halfway working, now would be the time to put the backup at the very top of your priority list. At least you might be able to get some of your files before the drive finally dies completely. See, that was pretty easy, right? 
Now you know what to do when your computer slows down. And if either of those things don't tell you anything or don't work, I'm standing by ready to help. And on my other podcast right now, I talked with Lauren. Lauren used to work at a zoo, and one of her duties was to take care of the family of howler monkeys. She liked working with them, but for some reason, the male howler monkey did not like Lauren at all. And one day he got out of his cage and actually attacked her. Lauren left her zookeeping career shortly after that. You can hear Lauren tell me all about what happened that day on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app, including Spotify and Pandora, or you can go to the website and listen to it at whatwasthatlike.com slash 41. And I can't end this show without thanking you if you shop at Amazon using my affiliate link. That link is really easy to remember. It's just computertutorflorida.com slash shop. That takes you right to Amazon. You can buy whatever you need, and I get a small percentage from each purchase. And I thank you for that. And if you want to get in touch with me, I sure hope you do. I always love to hear from you. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. If light travels faster than the speed of sound, then how come I can hear the guy in the BMW behind me honk before the light turns green? <laughs>